Hello, MDT Academy. This is Tammy. Haven't posted for a while because I know my sound quality has been S-H-I-T. Having been one of those original podcasters when you had to explain to people what a podcast was, but I digress. I'm someplace else in nature, and I had to choose whether to post or not to post. And I want to share with you some enlightenment I've been getting here in the mountains. Oh, my goodness. Coming from the soggy bottoms of the Everglades this time of year. Won't he do it? Yin and yang. You know, we get as much as we give. And I know we may say, well, I don't have much to give. And it always feels that way. But to have alignment with divinity identity enough to say, I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who is never judged, condemned, or left alone. I know that in this desire, I do not have the capital to back up as I am emitting this energy and how I desire it to be felt and to be experienced within my imaginative lunar space. Digging from the well of my yin, I will emit that out as my prayer. And my focus as opposed to shame, blame, and guilt. That's giving power to hope over despair. And it is a practice we call here at the Academy Divinity Identity. So welcome, welcome. Wanted to share with you what has been coming through from Great Mother about relationship. And Relationships we're all currently undergoing are nexus points, portals, thresholds, portals. And so that's the shimmering light and the cross-eye lack of focus, this zigzag into it, out of it hysteria, trauma that we're experiencing is all about the striking of that tone. And that tone was struck in 2020. And we're all still ricocheting from it. If we are still in the physical realm, we're still alive. We are not alive in the same way we were before because our bell has been rung. <laughs> okay? And so we're still ringing off that. And so that means those that we are in relationship with are ringing too. And where we align will manifest itself. That is above our pay grade to try to figure out. All that does is make the ringing more dissonant and more traumatic, disjointing than to release and surrender to that divinity identity that says, 
I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who is never judged, condemned, or left alone. I choose in this moment the hope that despite my lack of awareness about what this is for me and what it will mean right now, despite my ability to see into the future and feel secure and all of those things, despite me not having the spiritual capital to achieve that state, I choose to believe that I am that divinity identity right now anyway. Anyway, because I am choosing that vibration. I, I, I want to be on some of that right there. That, 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 that's what I want. And so I know the energy exchange to be in any frequency because I'm in a relationship requiring great energy and effort. I'm hip to it. So what am I going to need to take away from over here to put in that? See, see, we are being called to work with what we get. And we have a lot having survived COVID and still surviving it. We have a lot of capital. We're just not seeing it that way. It's our energetic investment. So to bring it home to me, I know a little bit about relationships. Having coined the term mama drama trauma. It is my unique experience as an empath, someone who feels others' feelings. Therefore, when I feel the feelings of a traumatized mother, I not only own them, I take it on as my job to heal it without awareness, without knowing whether or not this energy exchange will ever pay off. I don't have any of that. I'm an empath. I'm an old soul. And if lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime has not taught me that there is an energy exchange, that is all. There is no judgment or condemnation, just based on what we desire. And so if we're an old soul, we desire a very, very exclusive type of mothering to nurture that. So in all likelihood, with the percentages that we have, empaths, true empaths, those that feel and sense accurately the feelings of others, we don't know what they mean. Unless we are on the intuitive end of that scale. But if we're an empath, regardless whether we are a general empath or a medical empath or an intuitive empath, psychic empath, it doesn't matter. Those are just gradations of the ability for accuracy within multiple realms. Instead of being confined to the physical and ignorant that you're an empath. 
You're still an empath. You just don't know you are yet. So that's the end of the continuum that we are at often when it's difficult for us to utilize that energy in a way that benefits us. So in my experience with relationships with that, what I've learned that's useful for these times that we're living in in trying to reassess our investment in relationships, our energetic investments and the ringing of bells and the dissonant bells and the resonant bells going off in our lives right now, it is transition and transformation. But the transcendence that we need with mama drama trauma, a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child, causing emotional and or physical trauma. The mother wound is common. It is more common than not. So everyone can relate to that. However, if you're an empath, you have mama drama trauma because you feel that as if it is your own. And so that means we have a great depth of emotional scope and resources. These can be used to our benefit and to the benefit of others. But we tend to allow those who simply through animal instinct sense the power and use it for themselves as we march into martyrdom. And mama drama trauma is just a lifetime or many lifetimes in my experience of past life regressions. I've had many lifetimes with my mother with this dance, at least three that I know of. And so it's just in this lifetime, my soul cosmic calculus in this form as Tammy Taylor, my Vedic chart, my Western chart, I don't care what kind of chart or, or beans or tea you read simply has in its wheel of fortune and its bank account capital only in the emotional realm. And so that means mother healing. And that's where many of us are. We have this karmic thing where the energy exchange simply requires us to use those resources wisely. I've had love expressed to me in so many ways, as most of us have. We don't even have to consciously recognize it. The fact that we are still alive is evidence for it. And I mean, I have been loved by Italian polka dancers and music players to African chiefs to, oh my God, native sons of this nation to, I mean, gosh, you know, people from um, the Farsis, you know, Malaysian is my father and my father ancestry, you know, line, ancestral line. My mother is Cameroonian, Tikar people. Of Af and so these bloodlines, 
that we reconnect with lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. I've experienced them and have had love from them all, aunts and cousins and teachers and neighbors and business people and merchants and I mean just love, just love in relationship, mutual respect, courtesies to one another that are gifts that are blessings that we give to one another through having our emotional self in a place of acceptance of that. I know with Mama Drama Trauma, we fight it. And in those relationships, those very ones, I have also been fighting it. And what happens in the relationship cycle that is so beautiful and illustrates the grace and mercy of Great Mother is that When we feel that kind of loving connection with another, we are simply seeing a reflection of ourselves when we are healthy, happy, and whole. At that moment in time, we were at such a frequency resonating with another, as many of us are are, are beginning to do in, in such unusual fashion, It is that way when you fall in love, isn't it? It's just a kind of unusual thing that happened. Well, we connect because we know each other from lifetimes and lifetimes. And we reconnect. And it's not always in appropriate ways. You know, sometimes you have to connect with somebody that decided to incarnate in a different form this lifetime, in a different gender this lifetime. And that doesn't matter because the connection is deeper. These are the areas of self-awareness that we need to have as empaths using this emotional space to be able to therefore recognize that after a cycle in a relationship, be it nine days, months, years, or decades, to be able to at the end of that cycle say, I don't know exactly where this love is right now, but there's enough of it for me to still be here. And since I'm starting to feel like it's time for me to feel another love of a different place, a different people, a different whatever, a different me that I need to go into, whatever that different kind of love is, if I'm being called away from this love that I have experienced, it is because... The energy exchange is not what it needs to be in order for it to be worth it. What we're having to give is more than what we're getting. And we know we have more to give. And we need a willing flow. That's why it's so important that we are open to receiving right now, but we are afraid because many of us do not understand this filter. And this filter is what will take you from the misery of despair to the daily practice of hope. Because we know that our path of spirituality is not just a path that we walk on. It's a step-by-step daily choice to feel above, to see above the pain that never goes away. 
and every day to be confronted by it, to experience it differently, to not to be seen one day and heard, to the next day to feeling that you are so alone, you will never have anyone that loves you to the highest heights of I am so appreciated and so grounded in who I am and what I'm doing, this dysregulation comes at a very high cost. It cost us in our health, happiness, and wholeness. So we need to learn that when we're at that place to stop, acknowledge that we're there, and to begin to inquire within ourselves about, okay, so why am I here? That's the first question, isn't it? Because we are in a situation that obviously we're not still resonating with the initial situation, whatever that thing is that drew us together, because we're being called away. So we have to stop in that moment, update, news update, and go ahead and allow our soul to give it to us. Because things have changed. But if we don't know what has changed, we're not going to know what we're processing. And that's when we get in trouble with high startle responses. You know, we begin to ring our own bell. And, 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 self, and the self-induced re-triggering type of situation where they're just... A list of telltale signs, I'll put a link here, that we go into to self-protect, but what actually alienates us more, just because that dysregulation, you know, we hit that yang a little bit too hard when we're deep in our feelings. And so regulating that by stopping ourselves to say, okay, I'm in it. I acknowledge I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in this relationship, I'm in this situation that I'm feeling like this is not worth the energy. Stop, acknowledge it. Just stop and acknowledge it. It's a self-loving act. Take that in. It is a self-mothering act. Just Acknowledge when you are crying. Mama cannot come to the crib right now. It doesn't mean she never will or doesn't want to, but she cannot because she is either not ready to, able, or willing to do that right now. In the way that you need her to right now. So acknowledge it. I acknowledge when I'm feeling that way. Which can be often these days. But as soon as I do. And I then am able to ask myself. Okay. What's going on right now? Why am I feeling this way? And just zero in on what's going on. I can at least then open myself up to begin processing the situation. And at the end of a relationship cycle that comes around more frequently now these days, I ask myself that. And so I'm doing a lot of processing with what I got from that inquiry. 
Because we always get an answer. Whenever we ask with that birthright identity, oh, a hawk will fly overhead and drop it down to you from heaven. Happened to me day before yesterday, matter of fact. Got a witness, too. And um, tell you, tell us exactly what we need to hear. And we have to be, what? Raw with it. Ready, able, and willing to receive it. And so what, I'm re- what I have received is exactly what I'm sharing with you. That this filter of, is this energy exchange worth what it costs me to give it? I'm moving the plant out of the sunlight. Um, what was I saying? Such a beautiful plant. Um, when we allow ourselves to do this, what I got in my answer was, and has been, are you still reflecting that light from that person? Is that person still reflecting your light? Are you, are you both still vibing like that? You know, that's up to you to decide, sweetheart. But you asked, and we're giving you the answer. And the answer is, you're going to need to determine that for yourself. But this is the answer to your question. This is how you do it. Because we always know what? We got to go to work. We always have to do our inner work. Ain't no getting around that. There is no point of arrival. When we no longer have to do our inner work. And so especially us, we got to do our inner work. And that tells us how to be efficient with our energy. There are many tools, so many. I couldn't name them all before they had the last shovel of dirt on my head. It's so many ways to connect. I'm just sharing you the one I got. That's all. I'm just sharing with you the one I got. But everybody has their way, which is why the Mama Trauma Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is a simplistic iconography of a very simplistic moon symbol. The color chakra, the name of the God goddess it represents, and the meaning. I drew heavily from the goddess oracle in terms of my foundational understanding of the goddesses. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Uh, that green box, you know, the original with the artist, Ilana something who did the goddesses and everything they did an awesome job this is circa 2001 you know but anyhow copyright um i'm at that point and so i I, because i've been doing the inner work and it's been showing me where i'm in alignment with and who i'm in alignment with and it's fascinating that's what i'm processing it is totally and utterly fascinating. The people that I have known since that prehistoric podcast age, when I still had to tell people I had a podcast, and just with 
relationships maintained through social media over the years. Not in any particular way or reason or frequency at all, but that resonance, you know, is happening in places and with people that we never knew or didn't know. New people come into my life that I didn't know that are resonating at that frequency in ways I didn't even know how high it could go. You know, I knew as a dearly loved divine child who's never judged, condemned, or left alone that I was shooting out those, what Abraham Hicks said, uh, intention, um, shots of intention, what do you call it? Um, Bolts of desire or Abraham Hicks teachings about the vortex and about being at that cutting edge, that leading edge of owning our desires with self-compassion and compassion for others. That stewardship of a truly righteous soul. Ain't nobody perfect. David wasn't perfect. But because he danced and praised the divine just for being alive and for loving him anyway, as much as he tried to do right and he did it the way he wanted to do it, he knew he wasn't lining up all the time. But because he shot out those arrows of desire in such a way that had the highest hope for the highest hope for what he understood the great mother, father got to be, that's what he got. And that's what we all get. It's just an energy exchange. And so as I stand here at this threshold with you, holding hands in this circle, I say to you that the processing has taken me to this place of integrity where I am telling myself the truth in such a way that in my most recent relationship with someone who is Southern, self-described, redneck, you know, um, 50% Icelandic Viking blood, has loved all of those ways I've been loved, shown and reflected to him for me. And I have loved all of those ways that his experiences and the way he loves was appreciated. What is this now? And that is the other option to take us deeper into our current relationships that we have and to really tell ourselves the truth about that. Do I still love the reflection I see of me now through these eyes? I know that I'm doing it. I know that it can be done, therefore. But we always have to ask ourselves, but do we want to do it? Is that my rocket of desire? That's it. That's it. Abraham Hicks teaches about shooting those rockets of desire, which is that 
yank that conscious intention once we go into that space to bet on it, put that energy on it. And it's more important that we put our energy and our internal focus on that, not in an anxious way, but in a way that knows and trusts that we always receive what we ask for because we've done the work enough. We've done the work enough to see that in this situation it worked out. And in that situation it worked out. Every time I did that, it may not have worked out the way I thought it should. And see, that's what gets us turned around. And so we have to own our choices. That's all. And when we do, still, just like David... Realize I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned or left alone. I can use my energy however I want. No, it may not be giving me back what it is worth, but I am investing in this soul, this lifetime, and I own my decision to do it. I'm shooting that as my rocket out for desire. And so what do we know about our desires? They hold power as well. And in order to use our power well, we have to bring all that we know to the table. And we know that when we force our intention upon others, we had better have not only what we feel to be a resonance. That's not good enough. Because we know control is a whole nother way of using this energy. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about using the energy in a way that takes us up higher. That gives us more of it, not less. (laughs) We already operate at a deficit. Can somebody come on and go with me? We want to use the energy in a way that gives us more. And so when we confirm that sense that we are in resonance with what I desire. We are both shooting this rocket of desire. And I know in my soul, not in my head, not in my confusion. If it is, I need to go back to self-inquiry because either I didn't fully understand the message or I haven't integrated it right or whatever, but I need to go back to self-inquiry. We aspire to live in loving detachment. And so those are the first four suits of the deck for the acronym ASPIRE. Acknowledge, self-inquiry, processing, and integrity. The rebirthing that we are beginning to undergo. Some will not actually reach rebirth for another five or six years. But if you are an empath and you're still alive, if you don't get more energy, well, it may you know, um, be really, 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 really hard to sustain without taking what you know and getting that confirmation, which is what I'm beginning to get. And it can be hard to hear. And sometimes we don't want to hear. So we have this fifth chakra rebirth and resurrection suit that's all about the hearing, the smelling, the tasting, You know, it's all about that ear, nose, and throat doctor healing. 
You know, are my ears open? Am I really hearing what this person is saying to me? Am I listening? I may be audibly hearing the notes touching my eardrum. I can hear that. It's a drum. But am I listening to the message of that drum? And this drum is beating in all of our relationships and across the planet and it's shaking the ground. And this drum beat from that root chakra is saying, what is it we are not acknowledging? Root chakra card of the acknowledged suit is all root chakra. What are we not acknowledging about this situation that needs to be released in order for me to have the energy to sustain it? To sustain this relationship, I am going to need additional energy because I protect my personal energy. Now, I probably shouldn't say that goes without saying, but most people who listen to MDT Academy, most of our students, that goes without saying. I would say all of our students, that goes without saying at this point. We haven't had any new enrollees because it's summertime. Summer session is relaxed, recuperate session. So we'll be getting back to class. And that was another reason I wasn't um, really rushing to record. But I wanted to share that with you. This rebirthing is that point where we actually see. I'm sorry. Rebirthing is when we actually hear that drum. And we taste our environment. We smell really what's going on. We smell into things. Not with judgment of ourselves or others. But to get the facts, ma'am, what's really going on here on the level of, okay, let me finally review this, sniff this out. So that I can burn into the fire of processing. Put it in the kiln. Let me process it, but it has, it has got to go because I'm being reborn in what is resonating with me. And so maybe I'm being reborn and seeing what I haven't seen in you, which is a rebirth. And we haven't lined up our rebirths. And maybe we need to process that if, in fact, we are both in agreement to confirm together we are ready, able, and willing to do that inner work. Because if we are not, then emancipation is held up, the final suit of the day, until we do know what needs to be thrown into the kiln. And that can take some time. It usually does, especially when it's done right. And these are sketchy times to really know exactly when it is time for emancipation. So it is sneaking up on us. It is a source of a lot of anxiety for many of us, but Great Mother wanted me to come on and to help you understand that we are not alone. There are more angels on this planet than have been for eons. Because more and more of us are receptive to 
to the grounding of their energy. Okay, the energy is always there, but just like we can see the distinct bands of a rainbow, we do not see that a rainbow is in fact a circle. But when we do our inner work, we see the light and the shadow with equal respect. Because we see the light and the shadow within ourselves with love. And that's what the divinity identity practice allows us to have is when these sudden events come upon us that we doubly sense and anticipate as empaths and are triply dysregulating for us, we engage the practice and we allow ourselves to receive the information and relaxing into the arms of the angels, guides, and ancestors who have been called here by us to do exactly that. But instead of sending them on a fool's errand, as some souls among us are, and that we do as well to no avail, because it is only in our minds that that command has been received. It's totally ignored because it's not in that frequency. Our communication to them has to be in their frequency. Just like their communication to us has to be in ours. Someone seeing a Robin after a major life event or an anticipation of one wondering what is going to happen means one thing and the robin means completely something else to another but the angels know because they communicate to us in our frequency so there are portals and doors and crossroads that we're all approaching or that we're all at right now. And we, if we haven't already crossed into a threshold of emancipation, which is ending a major cycle, then we are closely arriving. And Great Mother wants you to put on your tools and to ask yourself, about how you are filtering the information, the relationships, the environments that you allow into that inner space, that inner space that we protect. We all live in the world, but there are layers and we have an outer layer and we can choose how deeply things go, especially with our empathic ability. And we can manage our internal resources in ways that not only benefit ourselves, but that benefit others in the way our souls came here 
to do it. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and being understanding about my sound. I am recording from um, my iPhone. And so um, (laughs) it's, again, probably not the best quality, but what we lack in sound quality, I hope you have received in content. But above all, and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too.